Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The fastest way to a trillionaire's bank account is by murder most foul. Okay. We wait, we accelerate, and then we strike. I like that. Yeah, let's kill Jeff Bezos. Ha, 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 ha. She's got smiles and it seems to me With Adam Scott and his family Is that um Is that uh Welcome to the worst idea of all time Episode numero nine The boys are back in town Which is to say They're with each other The That's boys right. are back with the boys Fucking knee to knee Eye to eye Shit. Nose to nose in close. The fellas are riding side saddle And don't it feel good Now, yes For the last hour and 45 minutes Not so much What you learn when you watch Home Alone 3 With your friend Tim Bat Is the problem lies with the movie It doesn't lie within You no. might have thought it lies within But it doesn't lie within It lies in Are you saying within or with him? Within Oh, okay, cool I mean, you might have some problems. I got my my number of issues. Hey, you got a bone to pick with me, bruh? No, dude. I'm, no, we're good here. Look, Are you and me cool? We're doing fabulously well, I think. I'm just here to talk about Home Alone 3. I don't want no trouble. I'm here to focus on Alex Pruitt, Stucky's men, and uh, maybe a little side um, discussion about some mice. Uh, a very smart parrot. Oh. Fireworks. You want to talk animals? Well, so long as we are talking Home Alone 3, which it seems to be is the reason we've all gathered here today in this if conference any, If room. anyone sees, has any reason for Guy and myself and Home Alone 3 to not be together, please speak, speak now. up now or forever hold your peace. That's right. We because are getting we married are as a thruple. We are together forever. We're not just marrying the f- the franchise. We're mm. marrying all the characters contained therein. Tim and I need to spice things up in the bedroom. Who better to introduce than Mrs. Hess? She's the Hess around. <laughs> she lives next door in the town. She's the Hess around. She's going to take you down to Brown Town. Ass play is ah, in and it's back. That's I see. right. Where did it go? Well, I don't know. But since 1997, yeah, 
My asshole's been dry as a bone. I we see. get Mrs. Hess back in the building, all of a sudden things heat up. Spit or lube? Spit, while technically not lube, yes. uh, creates a, a wonderful, intimate... I mean, I'd have to ask her, but I'm mm. happy with spit. Cool. Oh, no, she's pegging you. Let's get one thing straight. Yeah. Mrs. Hess is a giver, not yeah. a receiver. And she's spitting on my ring. Jesus Christ, <laughs> it's good to see you. I apologise for being so Two disgusting so quickly. If we are talking Mrs. Hess, though, there is a line she keeps saying in the movie that... It's a gag line, I guess. It's, I left my bread in San Francisco. She says that. You hate that. You were furious about that. But she says, um, what do you want, a Wilkie button? When Ribbons and uh, Beaupre, they see her. <laughs> Last name basis. I love it. Yeah. What are we, assembling a football team with these criminals? We're assembling a crack team of people who are going to pull off a heist at the Bellagio Casino. I love this. The twist. I happen to know for a fact that Danny Ocean's getting his guys to pull the job on the same night. Oh my God, this is Monty's five versus Ocean's (laughs) 11. (laughs) Who would win? Well, we've populated ourselves entirely with the cast of Home Alone 3, Mm -hmm. who we now have both legal and another kind of rights to, or do you just need legal rights? What are we talking about now? You've lost me. (laughs) What I'm telling you, we're Tim, married to the film. We're robbing a casino with the film. Tim we're Bat, talking about Guy the film. Montgomery, Mrs. Hess, yeah. Beaupre, mm. Unger, mm. Ribbons, yep. Jernigan, yeah. Timbo, Pruitt. Yeah, you were in first, Sweet. buddy. Oh, sick. Yeah, cool. And Stucky. Yeah, maybe the amnesia agents. Dude. We're going head to head with Danny Ocean okay. and the lads. Tomorrow night at Bellagio Casino, Las Vegas, I like this California. Line. Here's why. You would think that Stucky is not aligned with the criminals, and that's the beauty of this. Is that it's like they've got to team up together to take down the baddie. It's like Ocean's 12. We're in charge 13, here. If these, guys, these guys don't want to work together, but they have to. There's also some sort of legalese where it's like uh, Beaupre and Stucky, even though Stucky's been looking for him for seven years, they can be together, they can be in the same room, mm. but... At the conclusion of the heist, Stucky has to give Beaupre a head start to run free. He can't just arrest him at the end of it. It's like they're both operating under the good faith that while they disagree fundamentally and Stucky's been looking for Beaupre for seven years, as long as they're robbing the Bellagio to try yeah. and stop dastardly Danny Ocean and his team, they're going to work together. Who do you think would be more successful in robbing a casino, the pals from Home Alone 3 or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Because the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles have obviously got the advantage of knowing ninjutsu to a very high level, but they also kind of stick out in a crowd because they're um, giant turtles. Yeah. You know, I call them the Teenage Mutant Ninja Virgins. Uh, I reckon... You can't even use that joke anymore because people have seen the pilot now. Yeah, I can still use it. I was the one who said it. (laughs) Uh, It's my goddamn joke. You've retired it. You've burned the material. No, no, the joke lives on. I think the turtles... We've just seen a body of evidence that suggests we've recruited the wrong team. Nah. This heist is going to go poorly for us. I We're up think, against it. Have you I seen Danny so. Ocean and his crew? Those are some top-level crooks. They know what they're doing. They know their business. We've yeah. got four incompetents. We've got Pruitt. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. He's a fucking strong hand. He's fucking a dab hand with the tech. Unabomber Jr. over here. <laughs> but the villains are immortal. They get hit with so much shit. And they, they barely have a scratch on them by the... I mean, they're frozen and contorted in a very odd shape when they get dragged off by the FBI. That's right. Beautiful little rule of three there uh, by Hughes. As we see the three underlings to Beaupre being walked out, marched out by the cops, you observed it very accurately. You said... Funny. funny. Very funny. Hilarious. And what he's describing would be 
Jernigan, Frozen, little sort of uh, ice tutu and a, a, a sort of white face from being frozen in the water. Who's Girl, after- Unger. Unger, funniest still. He's wearing the funny costume that he's fucking put on or whatever the hell. And frozen he's, cold. He's, got, he's frozen cold. He's, he's, just, he's a bit funny. He's, he's a bit more of a slapstick a figure, guy. isn't he? He is. He's good. Jernigan's funny in the way that he plays it straight. Unger's funny in quite an out-and-out physical comedy slapstick kind of way. Yes. He's true to the character as well. There's a really good bit of characterization. We've talked about it quite early on, but the way that he sort of believes in the enterprise of the criminals, but also entirely in being true to himself. He calls out Jernigan when he gets his knees taken out. Yeah. When they go to the airport and they're looking for the bag, he's very open about the fact that he was in the john taking a piss. Mm. When they're at Pruitt's house looking for Pruitt, he's fucking eating whatever's in the pantry, presumably the disgusting-looking PB&J. The nasty stuff that's left out by... Did you think that PB&J was bad for a PB&J? I thought our discussion was centred around how bad PB&J is as a concept. But that that sandwich wasn't a bad example of the form. Well, the J is jelly. Yeah. And one of the big differences between New Zealand and America is that we don't have jelly here. It's not a concept. We have jam. And when you're buying jam, it's usually closer to the fruit than the jelly is to the like it also comes in a fucking jar to me, that's why we call them jam jars yeah to dudes. me jelly kind of looks like i imagine the flavoring similar to what you'd get in bubble gum like grape hubba bubba whereas fucking jam over here you can see the seeds if you're buying the right stuff you can see the fucking seeds of the fruit that the jam is inspired by or made from mm, inspired by we just got the seeds to offset all of the artificial flavoring and contents of this condiment yeah, I, I don't mean to, that. I don't. I don't doubt that there are good jars of jam in America. Yeah, they're out there. But, but you got to go to Home away, Alone Three. You got to go to a. Uh, what are they called? What are the fucking? What are they called? Farmers market. Yeah. What are they called though? The supermarket that's like a farmers market, but it ain't a deli. No, nah, no, nah, it's a chain. Come on now. Oh, fucking Whole Foods. Yeah, dog. Yeah. You got to go to a Whole Foods to get the proper One thing stuff. we've got to do Mm-mm. as a society is continue to line the pockets of Jeff Bezos. Yes, please. Forecasts have him making $1 trillion by 2026. Why the fuck don't we speed that up? Why don't we shove a couple more hundred dollar bills inside of those pockets while we can? People have misinterpreted the news story that he's going to be a trillionaire by 2026. It's not a warning. It's a call to arms to try and beat the prediction. <laughs> That's right. We've got to enrich he's- this man. He's the closest thing we've got to a trillionaire. He's the closest thing we've got to a god. We're living in unholy times. We needed to pick a divine figure and it may as well be him. Stop hogging your money. Give it to Bezos, you godless shits. You know what really pisses me off? When I see people buying local. When I see mm. someone walking into a business that they believe in and spending a dollar to contribute towards the world that Ugh. they want to continue to live in. Ugh. Hey, here's an idea. Take it easy on the Java and send whatever the fuck is in your bank account to Amazon.com. You know, or better yet, find Jeff Bezos' home address. Walk out there, <laughs> put it in his letterbox. You bag of shit. Yeah, you got to give that chick a kiss and put it in the mailbox there. You know lo- what I think's a better idea? What? Fucking just give the money over and explicitly it has to go to those Amazon server farms, baby. We're going to get that AI <laughs> crack-a-lacking that's under the control of a man who has a terrible reputation right. for human rights. If you continue to say AI long enough, what does it become? Angels. Bezos is God. AI is angels. Okay. This guy is building a future that I want to live in. It's angelic. And the way that you're hogging your money. People say they got rent to pay. People say they got to buy their groceries. Guess oh, what? Do you know what I have to say to that? Hey, fuck up, man. We're trying to build a church here. Yeah. 
the Church of Bezos. What I wouldn't give to fucking kiss that rubbery head, to ladle that son of a bitch with gifts and dollar bills. You're not allowed to even lay eyes on him in real life, man. That is forbidden. He is divine. Do you know Jeff Bezos, instead of cheating on his wife and settling whatever the unholy amount of money was for that divorce, probably could have solved world hunger. How cool is that? That's so I great. went into my room fact. and read your diary. <laughs> Weezer, what do you feel like being next to me? Uh, it's really good. I hate the movie. Mm. I hate Home Alone Three, mm. man. Mm. It's always sucked. Hey. It sucked pretty consistently. Yeah, well, it was great once, and it then- was it was disappointing originally, and now it's just fucking boring. It is boring. Um. Well, you know what? We can spice things up. We can throw a couple of shining lights in the mix. Here it comes. It's the 911 operator. She's got style. She's got class. She's got acting ability coming out of her face, which we see on camera for four seconds. I like her a lot. She's great. You had me going. Naturalistic acting. Believable. It's not over the top. Mm. She's accepting the call with Mm. calm and grace from a young man who is distressed, Mm. and she's handling it. In all the right ways. Mm-mm-mm. There is an extra in O'Hare Airport before they get on a plane and land back at O'Hare Airport. They're in San Francisco. The crooks have just discovered their bag is on the loose. The juice is loose and he's fucking driving down the freeway in a white Bronco. Mm. <laughs> and as what they walk... The, what year did that happen? Mid-90s. So that might have been right around the time of this film. That would have been a fun insert if OJ was in this movie. (laughs) Yeah, we said it last time, they're missing Michael Jordan. Another big American sports star, crossover acting star that we're missing. OJ, MJ. We need every acronymed celebrity of the mid-90s in this film. We also need BJ Novak. We need AJ Green, the Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver, who has a sore toe right now, but... The season's not going to go ahead anyway. DJ Tanner, I'm talking full house. Oh. Get her in there. Fuck, fill that house up. But there's a featured extra who's over the shoulder of the guy. If you're looking at the screen, he's on the I'm left. I'm looking. He, uh, he is a black actor, mm-hmm. and he is probably one of the best actors in the entire movie. This guy is really that reason. <laughs> in an airport. I mean, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> For a myriad of reasons, but he's really in the airport. And yeah. while he's like, he's he's in the airport, he's aware that there are four people with a problem in front of him. Yes. It's not his problem. Yeah. He's got his own journey yeah. to carry on with. Plus all the flights are... Ca- oh, wait, are they cancelled at no, that point? No, they're not cancelled. They're oh, all they're going. at that point. The timeline in the airport is a disaster. You rightly bring up the fact that they are barely following Mrs. Hess, who is already running late to her flight. Mm. They figure out she's going to Chicago, and they all decide they're going to Chicago. Somehow wind up on the same plane. Okay, Mrs. Hess is about to miss the flight because she's running so late getting from one part of O'Hare to the other. They somehow, they don't even have tickets to the flight and somehow get on the same flight? They must because how else would they be able to be They are, they get on the same flight because they're at the gangway when she gets out. Plus also, why didn't they take the opportunity when they're on the fucking plane with her to get that car? That's when you nab it. One hundo, bro. Like, fuck this whole movie, dude. You do it in the plane. Also, when Mr. Unger is scouting the departures board, the time very clearly reads 4.41pm. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, yeah. when they're looking at the board to realise that they have to get on a flight boarding now for Chicago, it's 10am. When they land, they approach a cab driver, some fucking rusty old 
bag of Stan bones Lee. Stan Lee, who man. folds like a, a house of cards as soon as they put any pressure on him. This would be a very different movie if that cab driver said that's a breach of client confidentiality. I'm not Which telling you right now. Yeah, I'm not telling you where that woman went. But anyway, Mr. Jernigan says at 1,420 hours Same you had system. a client. By the way. 420? Blaze it. Mm-hmm. No, 1,620 he says. Yeah, that's 420. Yeah. <laughs> but I said 1,420. I meant 1,620. Oh, okay. yes, yeah. I don't want anyone smoking weed at 2.20. No, that's not allowed because it's an illegal drug. It's but at 4.20, stroke too off. Too early in the afternoon or too early in the morning, but it's not a time for weed. It's time for reflection. 2.20 is actually not a bad time for weed if it's AM. It's a time to take your money out of your bank account, put it in an envelope. Well, it's time to take a break. Withdraw some cash, give it to Bezos. <laughs> He's a god who we love. For he loves us with our cash <laughs> He'll take over with AI And destroy us in a moment But for now, we enrich A trillionaire who walks among The scum that is us Yeah, fuck yeah bro That's his song That's what it's all about The self-loathing of us not being trillionaires that is exactly what, and that's what Jeff Bezos realizes. Yes, he's got a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to be recognized as the god he is. Anyway, the timeline on this movie is absolute chaos. Mm. Like, it's four forty-one p.m. All of a sudden, it's ten a.m. All of a sudden, there's a cab leaving in Chicago. Which actually, with the timeline that they're in San Francisco and flying uh, east, that does make sense. I think. I don't does know how it? long the flight from San Fran to Chicago is, but I know that. I imagine Five Chicago's hours? like three hours ahead. So if you leave at 10 a.m., it's already 1 p.m. in Chicago. Okay, we've got a difference of two hours, maybe. So if you had four... No, it, it doesn't... It, none of it makes sense. Train none of it the makes station sense. from Chicago O'Hare. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com hey Dave yeah Randy since we founded Bombas we've always said our socks underwear and t-shirts are super soft any new ideas maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy wait what I got it Bombas, absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
John Hughes hadn't done his research. John Hughes isn't responsible for this. He wrote the script. He didn't direct it. That's our man, Raja. I forget his last name. That's not his last name. The script is... Hugely responsible for what happens in a movie. You don't write in the script every clock in the airport reads four forty one. But when they well, you know what we shouldn't we shouldn't lay this at the feet of the director. Why? Whoever the fuck was in charge of continuity needs a very stern talking to. Unless there was no one in charge of continuity, in which case it comes back to Raja. Do you know? No, they would come back to a producer for yeah, not you're right budgeting that. correctly to make sure that they yeah, had someone well done, for continuity. Monty. But you, I'll tell you what. You got me there. We wouldn't be running into this problem if we had AI on continuity. Fucking A, man. Program fuck those robots that. to fucking look for continuity. Yep. yep. Movie's going to be They're a lot good better. good with patterns. It's their favorite thing. They Making love it, Making order eh? and sense out of things is what they're there to do. What does robot mean? What does the word mean? It originates from a Czech word meaning slave. It originated in a play from the 30s, I believe. So it's kind of recent. That is quite English recent. Lexicon. Well, I just thought I'd circle back to what I was saying at the I very start. I can't believe you weren't impressed I had that top of mind. I didn't even Google that. Come on, man. I am impressed. I'm constantly impressed. The word robotics, on the other hand, was created by... Um, uh, uh, crap, I've forgotten his name. It's so bad. Isaac Asimov. Nice. Mm. Shout Sci-fi out, writer. Shout out to friend of the podcast. Podcat. He's a podcat himself. Isaac, Isaac Asimov. Yeah, listen to his podcast, Robotics. It's all about how he came up with the word. It's how he's furious about Will Smith destroying <laughs> his legacy of iRobot by creating a movie with the same name and an opposite moral. Yeah. Do you know about that shit, man? Have I got on this soapbox before? Because <laughs> the book iRobot is full of short stories which put forward the notion that Asimov was so fond of. He was a sci-fi writer, amongst many other things. Kind of a philosopher of his day. Which wasn't that long ago. He was around in like the seventies, I think. He died in the eighties, I think. Um, he used to go on uh, cruise ships a lot. Anyway, <laughs> How the fuck his about whole these insides, everybody. Was that he was seeing all these sci-fi and horror and fiction fiction, uh, fiction stories that were in the mood of Frankenstein that humans would create something that would destroy us, and he's like, "That's not what we do, though." We build a toaster. Toasters don't hurt us. We build safeguards around the toaster. We would do the same with robots. So what is iRobot all about? It's about the fun little problems that get presented by some robots who have to obey the commands of their human masters unless it conflicts with the second law, which is, you know, you can't hurt a human, um, and defending themselves as long as it doesn't conflict with the first two laws of robotics. Mm. And so you get some crazy and wacky situations. Oh, I can only imagine. Two roboticists who go around the solar system trying to fix up these problems. But at no point are humans in danger from the bots because that's not what it's about. And then they made iRobot and it's about killer robots because we learned nothing from the original author. When will we learn? Well, hopefully pretty soon, as soon as we get that money out of your pockets and into the pockets of Bezos. Bezos, he's the boy for us. (laughs) That's how he got his name. Uh, While we're here... In a singing mood, I might say this. Stuck in the middle with you. I liked your one better, though. Do you remember it? Yeah, I do. But I think of it as like a BoJack Horseman situation. Why does a show only need to have one theme song? BoJack Horseman has two theme songs, and they both absolutely fucking slap. There's the opening number, which is boom, 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 boom. And there's the closing one, which is back in the night. That's so cool to have two theme shows. Also, it helps establish the mood that you want to introduce people to the world of the show in and leave them with. What happened to Group Love? Where are they now? They had such a cool album, and then they did the BoJack Horseman end credit song, and then I never heard from them again. Yeah, I don't know, man. I liked them. Seems weird. 
I definitely haven't been hanging out with him talking about you, so yeah. don't ask any questions about that. It's so strange that you point that out. Let's nah. talk about Stocky. Anyway. I've introduced the third tune. Some agents are sharp. Some agents are blunt. But you've never seen such a useless cunt as Stucky. It's stuck with Stucky. Nice. What's happening with Stuck with Stucky? Well, this Stucky marches into the office. As you remember, he ran into a whole host of problems. Because what do we know about Stucky? We know he's in one of the only three remaining high-rise buildings in Chicago. No, it's in the FBI headquarters, which you yeah. seem to know was in not oh, Langley. Langley, which mm. is where? Mm. You got me there, dude. I'm going to get it. I think it's uh, Maryland. Is that a state? Yeah, it is. Maryland I I is a state. I think one. the biggest place in um, the biggest place in Maryland is Baltimore. Langley. Oh fuck! It. I'll tell you where else Langley is Baltimore. in Auckland. Oh, true. We want um, Langley is an unincorporated community in the census-designated place of McLean in Fairfax County, Virginia, United States. Oh, Virginia. Langley is often used as a metonym for the Central Intelligence Agency. Oh, it's home CIA. To its headquarters, it's not FBI. I have the wrong... George Bush Center for intelligence god damn it FBI HQ here we go let's fucking course correct here okay it doesn't need to be uh, this hard let's correct the record where else do you think brother Washington DC in no. the United States of America it's not even a state can you tour Quantico FBI yes you can tour the FBI education center but visits require up to a month of advance notice the FBI requires up to a month of advance notice from congressional officers prior to your visit this because the FBI will perform a security check on all visitors the visit itself will take about two hours uh, tell okay, you what else is happening in that weird. building so me and a member of congress require the same amount of notice to give the FBI when we're dropping by call me crazy but I reckon an elected representative at the federal level should be able to check on those cats and see what they're doing hiya crazy I'm dad okay. Stucky walks into the office he's run into some pretty fucking troubling times the day before as you recall his charges pushed all the buttons on the lift they're walking <laughs> That's all right. higgledy piggledy <laughs> they're strewn throughout the high rise oh they've ruined some meetings this next morning Stucky has corralled them like herding cats into the same elevator. He's pushed button number 34, the 34th floor. He's somehow got them all into the bullpen. The amnesia agents are congregated. And he has in his suit pocket a roll of those hello, my name is stickers. Nice. That's so what you want for an amnesia-ridden squad. He starts squad. walking around the bullpen and he's got a vivid. Mm -hmm. He looks up. Mm -hmm. He sees Greg. He writes down, hello, my name is, and he fills out Greg. He puts it on Greg. He looks up next. He sees Rhonda. He writes down Rhonda. He puts it on Rhonda. He moves on to Sean, the next agent. Hmm. Unbeknownst to Stucky, Rhonda and Greg look at each other and say, hi, Greg. Hi, Rhonda, and decide, for reasons that are somewhat unclear, to swap stickers. Stucky <laughs> continues writing down every single agent's name and planting it on their chest, mm. potentially creating you know, an instance for all sorts of HR complaints to come up because it's a huge brooch of personal boundaries. But it's 1997. This guy's got a lot on already. Yeah. It's the least of his worries. Totally. By the time he's labelled every single person, he has not noticed what was happening. He turns around and sees the entire bullpen of his 14 amnesia agents shaking hands, introducing themselves to each other in different names and putting the stickers on Fuck different yeah. places. This is great. This is absolute anarchy. I love this show, man. 
I wish the show was on for a thousand years and I could just plunk it on and watch that until I died. Stuck with Stuggy Forever New. Honestly, that's all I've come up with so far for this episode. So but feel free to take the reins. Here's what I'm thinking. That's an episode. We're done. It's a great <laughs> nice. vignette. I think we should put the script writing challenge to the Bezos AI. I think we give it the first few sample scripts that you've written, like five eps, and then we go, now it's your bag. And we just let Amazon do what Amazon does best, which is take over our responsibilities. i tell you another thing Amazon does best. What? Take our money. Yeah, dude. Take my fucking money. <laughs> I'm begging you. Stuck with Stucky is honestly such an airtight premise. It does get me excited. Yeah. I think we should film some, which is just the kind of blank check style thing I would say mm. to give myself a good commitment. You want to do it. Sometimes you got to push yourself into something or else nothing gets done, you know? You know what I'm saying? Dude, do I feel that? Hold on, let me check. Do I feel that? Uh, yeah, I feel that pretty fucking hard, yeah, my brother. Yeah, you do, because speaking, that is the entire premise of a podcast we've been doing for half a dozen importantly, years. Importantly, speaking of commitments and their expiries... You're going to marry me. I regret to inform you I'm already taken. See this ring? Yeah. From Married my wife. to Home Alone 3 <laughs> and your wife. Uh, no, I was going to say that the fact that Tim and I are sitting side saddle right now discussing Home Alone 3 does represent not the end of our emergency season, but the penultimate episode. There's one more that we've got in the reserves for you. We're going to fucking do it again. We're going to direct his commentary the shit out of this. John and Hughes, Burton and Jernigan, <laughs> Earl and Unger. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna give you one more, but I just want to put it on the record right now in front of you and however many witnesses are listening right now. Mm-hmm. We will not stop creating content, but we will stop watching Home Alone three. Yeah, and that man, is that's in the for best sure. interests of everyone. Yeah, totally, man. You, me, everyone listening. No more Home Alone three. I hate it, but I love the fact that we're gonna get to double digits. Yeah. Because it would feel like cheating everyone, including ourselves, if we just did nine of these. What is that? It's nothing. You got to get past it's the first. Post. I mean, I got to tell you, the way I feel right now, it's still quite a lot. You it's think enough, nine is enough? It's enough to have an impact. Nah, nine's nothing. But so I've seen you on a social call before this, yeah. since uh, laws changed in New Zealand that allowed people to see one another. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The whole drive here, full of excitement, a song in my heart, a spring in my step, a sparkle in my eye. Yeah. Today, yes. as I drove over to your house on a crisp autumnal afternoon in Auckland, New Zealand, I was loaded with dread. I thought, this is a lifestyle I remember. It's a lifestyle I do not miss. I know, man. That's what kept hitting me when we were watching. I was like, that's right. That's what this podcast feels like. Because when I was watching it by myself, it wasn't like it was pleasant by any stretch of the imagination, but it was sort of on a different shelf. And now it's back in the shelf of like, I have the unique displeasure of hanging out with my friend but not getting to because there's this annoying third party that won't shut the fuck up requiring both of our attention. It's like looking after a toddler that is incredibly dangerous and you've got to constantly be hiding anything remotely sharp or something that they could use that would fall on them. That's at like grasp level. It's just so annoying. Yeah. I think I would rather hang out with a dangerous toddler than Home Alone 3. Yeah, that's just good clean entertainment, isn't it? Yeah, that's good fun. Watch them dodge knives. Yeah. Take that's a hand it. take a hands off approach. Yeah, man. <laughs> just let nature. What take I like to do course. when I'm about to look after a dangerous toddler is leave a handful of loose knives around various different edges, precariously balanced. Yeah. How tall is that toddler? Da-da-da-da-da. How tall is your toddler? Just tall. Just 
just tall enough to reach them on tippy toes, which yeah. means that there's no uh, extremity control. Yeah. If they touch there's the no knives, balance. they're not grasping the knives. They're just tipping the knives. I hate this. I hate this mental image. I won't entertain it any further. But now, don't worry, the knives are all made of Play-Doh. I, it's adorable. Let me float something to you. And okay. I may regret putting do this it. on the podcast. Fucking try me. Cast in stone. What do you think about after we do the director's commentary, just a little one-off, we watch one of the original Home Alone's, probably the first one? Dude, I love it. Fantastic. That would be so much fun. Yes, in fact, sick. I feel like we might have discussed it in passing before. Oh, I cool. say we rock the house with a Home Alone 1 and yeah. a Home Alone 2. Yeah. Bonus eps, yeah. Patreon only. So if you listen to this for free, suck it up. Take some money out. Give 99.9% of it to Bezos. Yes. Whatever's left over, chuck it in the Patreon. You can hear us enjoy watching we'll two do the, fantastic movies. We'll do the same, though. So this is kind of like a chain letter. Whatever we get, 99.9% is going to Amazon. Yeah. But 0.1%. You remember those chain letters you used to get when you were in, in uh, high school? And Absolutely. it was like, if you don't forward this to 10 they people, rip, your crush will never look at you. They would rip through the community of Christchurch like a plague because everyone was so fucking bored. It was like, send five bucks to eight people on this list and you'll be a millionaire. And I was going, yes, this checks out. I know how to invest. You know who's in the first chain letter? Bezos? Fucking A. Dude, yes. That's how he did it. Capitalism, baby. It ain't nothing but a chain letter. You know what happens as soon as Jeff Bezos becomes a trillionaire? What? We have to reset? <laughs> We're going to have to kill him. Ah. The fastest way to a trillionaire's bank account is... By murder most foul. Okay. We murder. wait. We accelerate. And then we strike. Okay. I like that. Yeah, let's kill Jeff Bezos. You and me. <laughs> yeah. Let's murder him. The mad lads. Jeff, if you're listening, which I hope you're not, we're coming for you. We'll find your address. And Non-lethal weapons, by the way. It's going to be a really sort of um, low-key killing. Oh, What's low-key killing in your book? Because it all seems pretty um, intense, you know, ending a life to me. Like a poison? Like a poison yeah. thing? Yeah. Yeah. Hands off. Him. Hands off, you know. Doesn't always go well, though. Just remember, rah, 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 Rasputin. Oh. Fuck, they tried and they tried, but the man just kept drinking tea. Yeah. <laughs> and then they shot him a bunch. <laughs> and then they rolled him up in a rug and threw him off a bridge and kept his penis. What do you know about rug? Was his penis massive? It's huge. <laughs> Legendarily big. Is it in a museum? It's apparently in several, depending on which museums you are. <laughs> That's how big it is. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch of museums. You can walk the Rasputin penis trail between several of the world's most glittering museums. That's right. And two of his testicles. There's one at either end of his big old dick. Ah, <laughs> uh, well... I can't think of a better place to stop talking about any of this than right now. Bye! It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.